0: everyone before we start on this episode we wanted to let you know that you can watch our catalog and cocktails episode live with us every wednesday at 4pm central via zoom check the link in our bio for more information and we hope you join us in the discussion in real time now let's get back to the episode hello everyone welcome to
1: catalog and cocktails it's your honest no bs non-salesy conversation about enterprise data management with tasty beverages in hand i'm tim gasper longtime data nerd and product guy and joined by my co-host juan
0: hi i'm juan cicada i'm the principal scientist here at data.world and as always it's wednesday four o'clock central it's the middle of the week and it's great time to take a break and talk about data and with that, we have fantastic guests today. We have some folks who are really game changers in this industry. We have Michael Murray, who is the president, and Brett Harper, who's the chief data officer of Wonderman Thompson Data. Michael, Brett, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. fantastic. I like
2: the idea of taking a break to talk about data.
0: It's kind <laughs> of- and what's the best way of doing it with some tasty beverage in hand? So, how about we kick off with uh, what are you all drinking, and what are we going to toast for? Well, I've got a little bourbon um,
2: in the glass. I know that doesn't feel or sound like St. Patrick's Day kind of drink, but trust me, the
1: Irish, we're a fan of the bourbon. (laughs) I think the brown and the green are both fine.
3: Uh, I've I've got an Irish mule.
0: Well, both Tim and I are dressed up in green. I think we both have green drinks. I'm doing one of my, my favorites. I only drink gin and tonics now adding cucumber into it. I actually will grate cucumber and just squeeze it. So it's pure cucumber water and you mix it with gin and tonic. Ah, huh? This is a great drink. Wow, man. That sounds good. You, That's
1: fancy sounding. I, I'm, I looked up on uh, Google and I was like green drinks. And I tried to map that against what I had and uh, blue curacao and orange juice and a little bit of vodka. And hey, we're, we're in business.
0: <laughs> right? So I guess let's cheer for a happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody.
1: Cheers. Cheers happy guys, St. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Right, and then we got a quick uh, warm-up question we got today: Who really was Saint Patrick, and what he might buy if he were alive today? Mm. Michael, I think you had some thoughts about this.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it being data-driven, uh, I would say, and just describing him, I'd say maybe three foot tallish, uh, a hat, small pot of gold, uh, may have a bit of a, may have a bit of an accent. Um, but I was told by Brett I was on completely on the wrong track. so he he was probably
0: on some uh, cereal kind of a carton or something. Some cereal, <laughs> yeah. Some lucky charms. <laughs>
2: all my irish relatives right now are cringing at my answer but you know it is what it is all
0: right well hey post in the chat tell us where you're coming from uh, what are you drinking uh, what are you toasting for and who you think saint patrick really was and just as a quick reminder uh for everybody who's listening and everybody who's here live on the show please give us your review on apple podcast follow us on spotify rate review us uh, we we are so excited about how the podcast is growing and it's all thanks to everybody who's listening and sharing this all over the place and obviously our our great guests, and with that let's just go dive into this topic today about identity graphs and customer 360. so i'm just going to start with this honest no bs honest no bs question what's the deal with customer 360. like isn't this something that we've been i mean this has been a thing for 10 15 20 years um, isn't this why does it continue to be like a big topic? Like, isn't it? Shouldn't this be a solved topic? What, what what's the deal with customer three hundred and sixty?
2: Yeah, uh, I think that's a great uh, great question. Yeah. I've been drawing. I've been drawing that that diagram. I won't even say the first time I I I put that picture together in terms of better understanding who customers are. But I've got to say, what's continued to change, continued, continued, continued to change, is the technology capabilities and support around reaching that. It's 360 is more like a practice, right? It's, it's like golf or yoga, right? And, and you're constantly leaning into finding better ways to actually truly deliver on that because it is not there today, but I'll say, and we're gonna talk a little bit about this in this kind of no, no BS kind of space is what we're doing today with Knowledge Graph, what we're doing today um, is, is, I don't know, the difference between a horse and a car, they'll both get you there to the destination but what we're able to do is um, shockingly improved, and the rhetoric is is the capabilities are finally aligning to the rhetoric, and um, it's fantastic. I know we'll co- we'll cover off on that a little bit in a little bit more detail. But Brett, what do you? Customer?
3: No, I I think uh, you know when you, when you think about Customer 360 and, and kind of the idea behind it is to is to build a um, a, com- a complete and accurate picture of consumers um, across. Sorry about having a little bit of technical difficulties here. Uh, a complete and accurate picture of consumers across uh, by pulling together consumer data across a variety of, of structured and unstructured data, um, and and it's it's really a challenge, especially for big companies like ours, where we're dealing with large volumes of data, and um, it's it, it's we've got data in silos, we've got data from old systems, we've got data from Um, um, all over the place right different formats different quality levels so when you think about customer 360 I think a lot of the challenge really is 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 if I have data in all these different places how do I bring them together and 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 do it in such a way that it's accurate that it's complete and that it's reliable and then I can use it to add value and 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 you know, add value to my customers. Add value yeah. to my to so, the
0: company. So, Wonderman Thompson is such a big company, and, and has so much rich history about it. There's Wonderman Thompson data that you guys are part of. Tell us a little bit more how Wonderman Thompson kind of is structured, and and what are the business kind of the real pain points of when it comes to data and 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 customers. I'd love to get that 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 uh yeah. that overview. Yeah.
2: Well, let me just kind of connect you first into Wonderman Thompson. So. Uh, We're a $2 billion global agency, a part of a larger holding company called WPP. Um, Our role with our clients is to help them understand people and communities, connect that to their brands, their strategies, their their marketing and their media programming, and connect data to that so they can better understand who their own customers are and who the community of customers or potential customers they should be connecting and serving. The threat of data has now become the persistent drumbeat in every conversation you can't walk in the door without being able to bring uh, the ability to enrich what they can know about their own customers or so their own first party data enrich that with with um more they know a customer very well vertically as they're stitching mm-hmm. that together but horizontally we bring that uh, deeper understanding to the table And then we connect that to things like machine learning to get deep on discovery, to its pattern recognition and feature creation to better understand their customers and then connect that to how do you better serve them, how do you better support them, Uh, how do you better communicate with them, the where's, the how's, um, and then how do you identify people that are Uh, best fit for their products obviously think about it from their perspective is they only have x amount of resources to be able to reach out into the marketplace and they want to be able to connect that to people that the brands should factually resonate doesn't do a brand any good to communicate with somebody that they're just completely off message or or non-connected so our job are to connect those grand strategies and needs with people where it's going to resonate and matter most and data is at the at the foundation of that. And so if you think of a $2 billion agency, we're building the, the fuel and the capabilities and the resources so that we can show up and help make brands smarter uh, and then reach people more uh, effectively and be able to drive value for the consumer as well as obviously the bottom line.
1: That makes sense. And how is technology coming in to to play with that and help with that? Right. I mean, obviously you've been saying that, you know, the, the, the boxes have been showing up on the diagram for a long time now. Uh, obviously more recently terms like identity graph come up, how does that play into, into your strategy and how y'all, how y'all tackle all this? You want me to jump on that? Yeah. So,
3: so as Michael said, you know, we are a pretty sizable organization, right? And just in the US alone, we are challenged with, um, uh, we have you know, three historical business lines, right? So we have data, different, all kinds of different data coming in from three different business lines, thousands of feeds, very diverse array, constantly changing. Those legacy systems are on older technologies, right? So, so why did we pick a graph? Uh, why did we go into the proof of concept and, and, and do that? Well. We needed a capability to be able to bring that that data together and connect uh, those legacy systems and connect those consumers in a single location, right? And so the graph technology and the way that we um, the way that we did the proof of concept with with data.world is you know I don't know how to describe it. Uh, we had to really go after literally thousands of feeds and combine them to a single view of a consumer right and the technology and the services and i know this isn't a sales pitch for the data.world team but the 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 services component that we got by having a good partner um, really helped us think differently about the data the way it was stored and how do we bring it together right not just in the way that we've conventionally always done it but also in the way that that the capability allows right machine learning capabilities to bring in new math matching methodologies things like
0: that so i do i do i do want to let's let's dive into more the you said the conventional way and again the honest no bs i mean everything you're saying about the problem the need like this is what every single marketing website or every single customer 360 or mdm company defines that that they do right so why is it that traditional quote quote traditional kind of customer 360 solutions, MDM solutions, uh, customer data uh, 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 platforms and stuff. Why isn't that the solution already? Like what's missing there?
2: Yeah, uh, great question. And I would say what's fundamentally changed, one obviously is the volume of data, but also the construct of high availability, high accessibility and relationships, being able to see and discover and connect and disconnect relationships at scale. that's a it's it's um, we we moved out of of I mean, it's not just the next chapter, but this is the new book, the new book and how you manage data at scale and create availability so if things like. Um, I mean originally graphs were built for for fraud detection and anomaly detection, but if if identity and access management machine learning social networking um, recommendation constructs are important to you as a business and, and they are to everybody. Um, graph technology is the is the is the provides the tech technology structure for being able to manage that and i'll just give you to to take all the all the technical constructs away but just the simple outcomes of this today today we can now do in 12 hours what we couldn't do in six months we can hypothesize something in terms of here's a new data, a data element that we think can be meaningful to the graph. We operate a graph just so everyone here knows, about 270 million people, about 20,000 different data points about who you are in the real world, um, what you buy, what you do online, and it's all around context. We're not in the business of selling people, we're in the, I, in the business of helping people, helping companies better understand people so they can serve them. So our business is all about relationships and, and being able to connect spirit um, information. I saw in the chat somebody asked about research data. So panel to population, the speed at which we can take a panel and connect it to a population and validate the, 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 the efficacy of that, we can now do that across not a small sample, not a 1% sample or a 5 or a 10% sample, which I've been living in for the last 25 years, but across the entirety of the graph in a day. And that speed, and the visibility and the transparency, these are these are words that we can't have with an enterprise client without them actually bringing them up first. They need hyper visibility. They need to understand what matters and why. Mm-hmm. They need to have high accessibility. They need us to be able to uh, support discovery um, and and learning. So uh, this is again, if you're not if you're not in a graph technology structure or or um, method in practice you're probably not going to be doing a lot of this work for
1: a long time <laughs> you're you're making juan smile <laughs>
0: <laughs> look i mean well, i mean th- 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 this is th- I, my personal perspective is that um, The world is connected, right? And we talk a lot about, I think a lot of the graph databases, they talk about connected data, but honestly, it's much more than that, right? It's connected data. It's connected knowledge. It's connected knowledge with data, connected people and all these things together. And the moment that you're thinking about connections and how things relate to each other, like you're by definition talking about a graph, and 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 honestly, I have to say it's sometimes really frustrating when we start getting into these conversations. Well, whoa, but no, this is a relational database can do this stuff and, and things like that. But yeah. I, I, just to kind of, I I get tired of saying this, and I want to I want to get this on record here. Uh, why? Why isn't, why isn't relational or traditional or MDM enough? Isn't identity graph just a fancy type of identi- uh, MDM or, or, or is this really like that different? I wanna hear, what, what are your take on that? Yeah, that's a great question.
2: And, and again, I, I, it's like horses for courses, right? Um, when things matter like, uh, again, speed, accessibility, visibility, Uh, uh, I've got to say, I've been in the relational, I was in the world when it was flat files, and then it went to relational databases, and then it went to wherever it went to next. And what we're doing right now, again, it's a bit of a wow moment in terms of what we can do. Now, I will say this, I'm sure that relational databases could kind of get you where you're trying to go, right? A horse will get me to California, a car will be much better, right? I mean, purpose built for in a plane is better than a car if you
0: want to get absolutely to quickly. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're Elon, you know, take a rocket, right? Um, so I, I just I would simply say the the technology is meeting the need of the market where speed matters, accessibility, mm-hmm. availability matter. Both at the both at the at the at the edge, but also for the practitioner that is building, staging, and managing, right? And we do both. Yeah. And so to build, stage, and manage, we've got to have the flexibility to test into um, adding new value into a graph structure. And and I will say this, uh, Brett's been doing this as long as I have. Um, I mean, it would take us from idea to deployment in a relational structure with a lot of smart people. I mean, it took weeks and months and now it's mm-hmm. taking hours
1: and days. So. Yep. that That's an incredible uh, change and in, in, in evolution, right? And. I mean, I think a lot of folks are a little bit worried or scared about some of the new technological approaches, and uh, you know, it's easy for those things to kind of stay a science experiment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you approaching being able to make sure that uh, this kind of tech can actually be Im- impactful in production with real with real products and services?
2: Yeah. I've got to, I've got to say our work touches the market, Brett, you can share how you've mobilized our graph into machine learning that then goes right into media and marketing activation.
3: So I'm going to kind of step back a little bit on that, on that question. And, and I think it was, it was, you know, how do you get started here? Right. And, and, and how do you make sure that, that, that migration is successful? So I would say, I would say, you know, you gotta be methodical and and not try to boil the ocean, right? Knowing your use cases and your KPIs for the knowledge graph or your identity graph, hugely important, right? It could be eliminating data silos. It could be improving data quality, uh, data governance, legal compliance, or as Michael suggested, it's about being able to bring better products and services um, for your clients, right? Uh, I think another key then, and, and I think it's easy to get caught up in this is you got to be able to focus on the relevant data, right? When you look back at your systems, you, you got to be critical about and understand and concentrate on what's the most impactful data. You need to really be critical because not all data is created equal, and you may not need all of it in the graph. So it's not just a place to pick up and push everything into, but you got to think about, you know, relative to my KPIs, relative to what I'm trying to get done, what is the most impactful data? Of course, you got to pick the right partner, right? I mean, it's always important that you got to pick the right partner. Uh, someone with a proven track record, someone who's agile, someone who's a partner, not just a vendor, obviously someone who's cost competitive, right? Uh, and I think the other key there is, remember that it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Kind of project management 101. You start at a reasonable pace and to maintain you know, good sustainable momentum, you got to make sure you do a proof of concept. You got to build competency and build awareness because it's it's new technology and it, and it charts a new course, right? Um, learn from your mistakes, advertise your wins. You know, add data and knowledge to the graph over time. Um, it, the, the thing is, is it's it's a lot of fun for the, the folks on our team that are working on this because it is new and it's different and it's new technology and it's new capabilities, and they can kind of see and 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 see what's possible in terms of of new uh, capabilities and new products and new services and it, it really jazzes them up man when they're when they're a part of that and they see what what's possible you know michael mentioned you know he said something kind of off the cuff i want to I want you to catch it though you know we're bringing in data from three different three different business lines right systems built in in, in over time different technologies different places right it would take months to build the marketing universes and months to build the attributes And the things that we that we build right it can be built in 12 hours now and we did it in six months that from start to finish we we transitioned concentrating on the most impactful data and very tight kpis we made that transition in six months we took those data feeds in and we improved and we hit all of our kpis it was it was awesome
2: I, I do want to. I do want to touch on one point because you you made that you mentioned. Um, how do you make sure you're not just building a science project? Mm-hmm. You have to design to touch the market right from the get-go, right? Otherwise, all this work by itself is just a science project unless mm-hmm. you find a way to mobilize that and and touch the market. So that right. was the principle that we started out with from day one, and that is how are we going to mobilize this and put it in the hands of practitioners in a way that we can demonstrate real improvement, not just building improvement, which is awesome, right? And those KPIs are dead on accurate. But if you don't build it to touch the market, so we've mobilized our graph into this scaled machine learning. We've connected it all the way through to media activation and into marketing activation. There was a question, do we have a callable API? The answer is yes, a callable API so that somebody can touch our graph, give us a piece of data and we can then say this is a this is who this is and here's some data payload we can deliver back that can then again touch the market. It can touch a call center, it can touch a personalization engine, it can touch a what but you have to know that that's what you're trying to do from the start. Otherwise you build an awesome graph and it sits in a barn.
0: This is spot on. I think this is one of the things that people get excited about the knowledge graph and identity graph. And they kind of, they jump to it like a, like a science experiment and they kind of build these things up and it's like, yeah, this is cool, but wait, what are you using it for? What are your KPIs? But it, it, what is the problem you're solving? What is the business problem? But right. at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you're like, wait, how is, I love how you're saying it. How is this connected to the market? How is this yeah. making money directly for the company? How is this saving yeah. money? Like, yeah. I think there, that's what we need to have this notion of, of we're delivering this graph, but we want to build products and services that consume the graph directly. And every single product and services is directly tied to revenue increase, uh, cost savings, and so forth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. any technology milestones you have along the way are on the way towards some business milestone, right? right? I think that's probably a lot of mistakes that that some projects make is that they they focus on the technology milestones and, uh, and then they don't get to the business goal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: so- uh, then you run out of steam right?
1: Because
0: it it never touched
2: the market. So design touched the market from the very beginning. Everyone needs to know the work. If it doesn't touch the market, you just didn't actually do anything.
0: And I, and I think when there's like questions of when people come to the questions about like technology again, like, oh, can't I do this with relational, I'll have to convince my folks, my, my team about this. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, well, let's stop. Let's stop talking about the technology. Let's talk about the, 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 the opportunities that we're missing. Right. Why are we so slow to go make this? Like, that's the baseline we have. Yeah. how, how we can do better with this. And that's how we can compare. Get them excited by the outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. The The methods and the
2: practices are improving graph is one component of it. I I, look, there's a couple other wow moments that have happened in the last couple of years for us as we've designed to touch the market at scale and with speed. The graph was a minimum requirement. The work we do with snowflake in terms of data mobilization and accessibility is another piece of it. And then the connection into scaled machine learning, the work that we've done with IBM around Watson and connecting our graph into that space for discovery, and then threading that all the way through into deep integrations with um, folks like Adobe, on the marketing CRM side, or directly into DSPs and SSPs, et cetera. It's, um, but a, a number of wow moments, and it's because the technology is catching up with the with the intention. And um, again, I, I don't think that means relational databases go, go away. I just say horses for courses, right? And this graph construct is important for these types of applications and solutions where Again, things like high availability, high accessibility, high discoverability um, are, are
0: mission critical to the work that you're trying to accomplish. So for, for something like bringing in identity graphs and knowledge graphs, it is aspirational. I think this is kind of like the ideal way of managing your data within the organization. What we were talking about, you you can get on the horse to California, but you can rather get, on it with, get there with a car or a plane. Um, on that aspiration sometimes people kind of struggle with getting that as a priority but at the on the other side there's always like these big pains like in the finance there's like regulations and fear that you're gonna get fined. like that's a big motivator catalyst to go to change one of the things i'm seeing in your in, in kind of in your industry was uh this end of the cookies era right so this is something that that I mean, the, there's an entire industry who's afraid about this, right? How 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 do you relate kind of the end of the cookie era? Uh, and, and maybe if you can also describe what that actual problem is and how an identity graphs and knowledge graphs can really help around that because that's something that we're starting to see a lot.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in and Brett, you can um, obviously chime in I, from our perspective. Yeah, that's, uh, there are those changes happening and there's a bit of a power shift, but uh, one, first party cookies aren't going away, third party cookies are, right? So, yeah,
0: yeah, thanks for the clarification. So yeah, third party cookies it, are going away. That
2: matters because it matters when it comes to uh, companies needing to privatize their own first party data and to enrich that to better understand people. So that that actually plays well into the strengths of, it should be about people, not about devices, not about cookies, not about not about uh, mobile IDs, right. et cetera. It should, always, it should have always been about people and understanding people and geographies and communities. Um, it's a challenge, don't get me wrong, is um, uh, supply side, publisher networks, first-party cookies are going to, uh, hashed emails are going to play a greater and greater role in terms of, of being able to continue to better serve people with with relevance because ultimately consumers still want that. Right, but they also want the privacy. So our intention always and historically has been start with people. So our graph is built from a people perspective up. Things like emails, hashed emails, first party identity connection is a part of the work that we do, uh, and that ties into where the market is certainly going. So again, I, I see the changes as they're tectonic, um, but they're in the right direction uh, because it it is about um, less about guessing uh, probabilistically and more about knowing deterministically um, right. and that's a that's a better position for any or all of us to be in whether you're a consumer or a brand or a company like ours right um,
3: No awesome. I, I think I think you hit it you hit it on the head and and then and then for us, you know inside of Wonderman Thompson, right we you know the, the success that we've had to date, you know, on, on what we're doing with the graph. And and by the way, you know, it's a journey. It, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's not like this panacea that you just, you know, it's just magic. It's not magic. It takes work. Right. But the success that we've had today, you know uh, we're now getting an opportunity to engage with, uh, with the media, other media companies inside of WPP and and extend our graphing capabilities uh, to address the kinds of to help address the kinds of challenges that you just talked about, about the demise of the third-party cookie and alternate strategies on how to how to connect to consumers, right? Not as not as anonymous, you know, cookies, but as as people, right? And and with with preferences and with uh, uh, privacy concerns and so on and so forth. So, you know, we've got some some cool stuff already lined up, and, and you know, we've only been in the graph space for about a year and a half when we started our POC, and it's just it's just catching fire across
2: across. You, the you hit POC. on something so important to put out there, and know that it's um um. I'm, Yes, I'm sure we could manage without graph support, but around privacy and consumer um, transparency and visibility, look, I mean, it's data has always been hard to be able to see, right? And both the kind of combination of knowledge graph and, and data catalog actually allows us to provide a much higher level of transparency and know the ingredients of ingredients and to be able to trace and track where those are and how they're used and to be able to report on it and also respond to consumer uh, sometimes demand, stop Mm -hmm. this, I want to be disconnected. Our ability to now reach in and say, that's not an issue. I mean, yes, it was there before, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there was no support from a privacy and compliance perspective historically, but the ease of which that is now available to us and the provenance and the history and the traceability and trackability hmm. has exponentially improved. So yeah. kudos, I mean- kudos to technology for you know being in, in position that meets a market need at about the exact time we needed to have it.
1: Yeah, it seems like this is the the perfect timing from a convergence standpoint. And you know, w- where is this going going forward? Do you, do you do you believe that with these trends like the end of the third party cookie and and the advent of of graph technology really come into play? Like, you know, is is everybody going to build their own identity graph? Are they going to partner uh, with groups like yourself to to leverage you know great sort of solutions that are provided by awesome vendors? Like, what's what what, what does this market look like as we go forward?
2: It's a great question. I think we're navigating some of that with some really smart partners, but I think large enterprise clients are going to spend a lot more time, energy, and effort in, in privatizing and expanding their own understanding of people. I think the, the, you'll see probably a community of communities approach uh, that will happen within enterprises and, and the connection and sharing of, of almost like a cooperative construct around first party Connection where it benefits the consumer first, because that is the kind of the number one goal. So, uh, again, I think there's a lot ahead for all of us, and super, it's 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 unbelievably engaging the people that are leaning in. And I think while while everyone's a little shaken by the you know the underpinnings of an industry are changing, but I don't think anyone is is you know I don't think anyone's going to throw you know. They're, they're, it's time for the it's time for the that construct to change anyway. So I think everyone is leaning in to create the the right ecosystem for where we're going forward. There's there's
1: opportunity here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. To improve so, so,
0: opportunity. What are, to improve. what are your what are your kind of your final words here for those skeptics? Like the, 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 I mean you you're saying I'm here taking notes. You're saying that this is not just a new chapter, right? This is a new book in, in data management, like. Those folks here who are either skeptical who, or, who or may not even know about the stuff, what's your message? What, what should they be paying attention to? What are they missing out if they don't do this? I would say it's not invisible,
2: right? I mean, I think we can, I'd be happy to demonstrate some of the things that we're able to do that we yeah. couldn't do before, right? And look, it, it, it is, and I said it earlier, it's, um, it's a horses for courses kind of structure. It's not everything, graph yeah. doesn't, you don't need graph for everything. That's but for right. These things you're going to be in the best position to be successful. Doesn't mean you will be successful. You'll put yourself in the best position to be successful. And that's something that is transparent and visible and it can be demonstrated and I, and in some, some cases I would I would I'd put a pile on the table and say, "If you can beat this, here, go. I'm going to make this change, you make this change." And you come back in 6 weeks and I'll be done in about four hours, and you know it's um, again it's just a different tool set. So yeah, it is a different tool set.
3: It's, <laughs> it's right? a different tool set, and I would I would you know I would say this. Uh, everything Michael said was I think spot on, but again, you know just take away from the technology just just for a minute, um, and, and talk about talk about people right getting um, getting the opportunity to do something really new, um, cutting edge, um, something that is going to grow and expand. I mean, to the degree that, that folks on our team are engaging in the graph and, and learning those skill sets, right? I mean, not only are they getting to do new stuff and cool stuff, but, you know, they are, they are increasing their own, you know, marketability and their own professional knowledge, right? So beyond just the technical side of it, beyond even the, the, the business outcomes, right, that the connecting to the to the, to the market, there's also the, the, the people aspect of it, right? The, the human beings are saying, wow, this is really cool, these cataloging technologies and these, these identity graph technologies and, or knowledge graphs in, in particular. So I, I would suggest that, that even within the, their own, if someone's having a hesitancy, right? Even within their own technical community, go back and take a look and say, you know, let's explore this for our business, right? For our KPIs, for our use cases, and is there an opportunity here, not only to advance the business, but to advance the people inside of our business, right? And make it, make it a better work-life experience, if you will.
0: I think that that's a great way to wrap this up. And I, hey, Mike, Brad, I told you 30 minutes fly by. So, uh, we always like to wrap up with some takeaways, uh, Tim, how about you take away with the first takeaways?
1: Yeah, sure. My first takeaways are, man, there were so many things here. You know, one of the things that me and Juan do is we take our notes as we're kind of talking and uh, and we think about the, the key things here. And we've got a long set of notes here. Um, I'll say that uh, I love the comment that, you know, this isn't this isn't just a new page or a new chapter, that this is a new book, um, that oh, we're really talking about a different way to do things here um, and uh, that you really want to be focused on the outcomes, uh, because a lot of folks, uh, they get tripped up on new technologies. I mean, you saw this a lot when really the big data tech really came and, and the advent of that came. Obviously, now we're kind of working through that MLAI wave and we're kind of coming out the other end on the pl- plateau of productivity or whatever you want to call it, right? It's really great to always remember that you know w- where you're headed is where you're going to go. So make sure you're heading in the right direction. So I, I love that. I feel like that's huge advice for for our listeners.
0: Yeah, and, and my takeaways is, again, following up on the it's not a new chapter it's a new book and it's about dealing with your data and its relationships mm-hmm. at scale right it's i think that's an important thing and you talked you said let's make new relationships let's disconnect relationships we want to be able to go do that at, at, at scale and then brett you really talked about how to go start and i think this is this is a this is a great list people really need to go follow this don't build the ocean what are your kpis designed to touch the market how are we going to mobilize this uh Focus on the relevant data. Be critical on what's the most impactful data because not all the data needs to, not all data is created equal. You don't, not everything needs to be in the graph. Pick a right partner, right? Somebody who's a proven track record, someone who's agile, right? And not just selling you a product, of vendor, somebody who's really gonna be a partner. And again, the traditional kind of comment, but it, it, it's very valid here. This is a marathon and not a sprint. So as always I'd like to go wrap this up with these two questions. What's your advice? Yes, very broad question very broad question on purpose and who should we invite next to uh, ca- to be a guest on the show so uh, michael how about you take us first uh advice
2: um i I'll just go back to it design for design to touch the market right uh, it just it's so important um uh, who should you have next i don't know about who but from a category perspective I, i'd almost pick like i think about our client roster right whether they're folks in the automotive industry the package goods industry uh financial services bring in any one of those people to share their both challenges uh, and needs uh, in the marketplace going forward. I think you would have a fantastic conversation where they could express um, work that they're doing, but but um, really what they need. Uh, and I think you would find a, a pretty material connection between the capabilities and the needs. Awesome, how about you, Brett?
3: Uh, who to invite next? Um, I was joking with you. I think you should invite Matthew McConaughey, but I, I was just
1: He's joking. He, uh, he'd be pretty great, honestly. Uh,
3: he'd be entertaining. <laughs> he'd be entertaining. That's for sure. Now, I, I you know, as, we, as you guys talked about, you kind of leaned in on some questions about third-party cookies, and we talked about uh, uh, privacy a little bit here. I think something that might be interesting for folks is is you might want to bring in some, some of the expertise, like the IAB Tech Lab just sat in on a a webinar that they had the other day going through some of their initiatives around the third party cookie and what's changing there or maybe like the some folks from the future of privacy forum or or something like that because you know privacy is consumer privacy is critical and, and it's not just not just as us as practitioners but us as human beings right we we want to know that our data is being protected that it is being appropriately protected right and so it's going to become a bigger and bigger part of everything that we do in the data business and so, so maybe someone from one of those from one of those um, those entities that's that's overseeing and helping driving policy in response to the to the legislative initiatives
2: out there. I think they would I think they would be pleasantly shocked and surprised at what is what is coming to help, right? Cool. And uh, any
0: final advice, open question, Brett?
2: <laughs> oh no, I I I think I think
3: we hit it. I mean, you guys in the review hit it. It's 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 again. You know, it's outcomes-based, and you really gotta. I would again start small, right? Start small with very measurable outcomes, and uh, you know, think critically about what it is you're trying to get out of it, and what what of the things that you're doing actually belong in the graph relative relative to other solutions.
2: I'll just say to everyone that like t- that puts themselves on this path, I can guarantee you, at some point in time in a room, somebody is gonna say, "Wow." there's a wow moment and you will just, it it's, it. it's happened for everyone on our team and everyone we've shared the work that we're doing. Even when I prep them and say, somebody is gonna say, wow, it always happens. So be prepared uh, for
0: that, it's fun. I, we really need to wrap up, but I need to ask this. What was your wow aha moment? What was it? Do you remember what it was, when it was? Yeah, yeah. When Brett said,
2: yeah, we uh, we, we thought this and we tested it. We thought it this morning. We tested it today and we knew the answer at the end of the day. I'm like, what? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that
3: wow. didn't just happen once, that happened
2: yeah. a it lot. That
0: kind of makes me go, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there, there's your, there's a wow moment. So everybody who's listening, what is your wow moment, right? Anyways, thank you so much for your time. Uh, just a quick, uh, kind of wrap up here. We, next week is the data.world summit. Uh, it's going to be next Thursday on the 25th at 11 a.m. Central. We got folks from snowflake, from Booz Allen, LinkedIn, five the zebra data kitchen, mm. fish, 10 analytics. And I think also both of you guys will be, uh, joining us in our summit. So, um, See you all next week. And then next week, we have uh, the topic of provenance with Professor Deborah McGinnis from RPI. So D- Professor Deborah McGinnis, she is an expert on provenance, has been we're doing so much research and he has a vast amount of experience and research in the whole area of, of semantic web and knowledge representation. So it'll be a really great conversation. With that, cheers, Michael. Cheers, Brett. Thanks for your time. Kim, thank you. Thanks Here. so
1: much for joining us. Yep.